Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're one of the hundreds of thousands of women experiencing hair loss for any number of reasons, or if you're curious and want to check out what alternative hair is all about, you are in the right place. Hi, I'm Deborah. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, educator, and the co-creator of a -a one-of-a-kind, shame-free, stigma-free alternative hair boutique called Very Best Little Hair House, and that's where the magic happens. That's where I help women and men like you find the alternative hair that brings their inner beauty out. We take over where genetics or Mother Nature drop the ball and help you find and wear the alternative hair that makes you feel vibrant. I've made it my business to discover all there is to know about good wigs and toppers, and I love to talk about them. It's not just hair. It's so much more than that. This is about feeling complete, and if alternative hair is the way for you to do that, I got you covered. Yeah, it sucks when you see your scalp shining through your hair, but you know what? There is joy in finding the right alternative hair, trust me. It can be overwhelming at first. I mean, where do you start? Wig? Topper? Oh my God, will somebody know? What if my wig falls off? First of all, take a deep breath, I got you covered. This podcast addresses all things alternative hair. It's not always as easy as just finding a wig and putting it on, so I'm going to give you a tell-it-like-it-is viewpoint from what I see firsthand. I've been through it all. Stress hair loss, alopecia, chemo. So I started my own journey about 20 years ago, and at that time I had nobody to talk to or get advice from, so I am here for you. And I can tell you this, even on my best natural hair day, I never looked or felt as confident as I do in my alternative hair. And now after five years of helping people in my shop get over that fear and get out there, I am bringing this to you to inspire, empower, and educate you. It's simple. When you look good, you feel even better. And if alternative hair is part of that confidence, who cares if you grew it or if you bought it? Forget your grandma's wig and prepare to look red carpet gorgeous. Time to end this shame and stigma. Life is too short not to love who you are, and I want you to get excited about the possibilities. So grab your headphones, feel the love I am sending your way, and let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of The Alternative Hair Alchemist. This week, I thought I would talk about the element of surprise and alternative hair. And what I mean by that is there are a number of things. I think I counted 10, but I could get off on a tangent and think of more. But there are things that have to do with alternative hair that either might surprise you or it surprises me or it surprises me that I'm not surprised that I'm surprised because there is just so much variation in alternative hair. But before I start, I wanted to say in thinking about surprising things, I thought of something that is the most surprising. And that's when I thought about five years ago, I did not have the shop. I have very best little hair house. I created it out of my own frustration with wig shopping, not to criticize the way anything was, but I saw a need 
to create a place that was fun to shop, where people knew what they had, where it wasn't all grandma wigs, where you could try on without being rushed and in a nice environment. So that was just five years ago. I thought about it and I made it happen. And that pretty much impresses myself. So I wanted to share it with you because I'm betting you there's somebody that listens to this that has a similar dream and they're like, oh, I don't know, you know, and I just want to tell you, do it. You can do it. Don't let anything stop you. At the time I was an RN, didn't have a huge amount of savings. In fact, I didn't even have credit cards. And if you just take action a little bit at a time and you focus on what you want, you will be surprised how it works out. So that's all I'll say on that. And maybe I'll talk about it more in the future. You can drop my wig group. It's on. So be sure to look for it and join and we can discuss things more there. Okay, the first thing that surprises me is there are things you'll find out about the wig or topper, but you will only find them out after you take it home and wear it. And I thought this might be totally avoided if you were generous with the try on time. But I often myself will try items on more than once and think it out. And yet there is still something when I get it home that I couldn't foresee. So I just thought I'd throw that out there because like if you're second guessing or you get something that doesn't exactly work out the way that it planned, some of the best things I've learned have been from wigs that weren't necessarily the best. And at least by having those more of what you do want the next time. This next one I find not only surprising, but actually quite shocking. And that is what looks good in a picture or looks good on someone else will almost always not be the one that works for them. And I have seen this in the store over the five years, the times that someone has come in because they have seen pictures or a review and we're sure that that was the one that they wanted to try on when they come in. I think in the entire time I've been open, one time out of hundreds. So there's not a lot you can do about it unless you can shop at a store like mine that has all kind of options or whatever. But it's just something to consider because this is how most of the wig shopping is done. And I've just noticed in the process of having the shop and helping so many women that it's really not the best effective way to choose your wig. Another surprising fact is... Even if a wig is produced in a factory or on an assembly line or whatever, each wig somehow gets individual attention. Now, that means that there's a human involved. Sometimes it's a stylist that cuts them or what have you. But the bottom line is, is that each and every wig is going to have some variances. Sometimes it might be slightly in length. Sometimes it might be in the color distribution. But as much as all the effort is made to make them exactly alike, often the same style and the same color, you're going to have slight differences, which in some cases is no big deal. But in other cases, it makes, you know, the hugest difference in the world. Now, this is one that surprises quite a lot of people, and that is that wigs do wear out. And you would think that people realize that, but it kind of can sneak up on you. Often I will get customers that like at a year or so will call and say, 
well, it seems like it's not fitting my head or it might have stretched out. And what I want to make you aware of is there is normal wear and tear on wigs. It's just like shoes. You know, when you wear them, they are going to eventually show some wear. So there's several schools of thought on how to take care of your stuff. I can tell you number one thing to extend the life of your wig is how you comb it and keeping it detangled. But other than that, wigs do wear out. Another thing they will do over a year or two of time is the color will fade. I see this so many times. Someone will come in at two years and we will reorder their wig. And when it comes in, it is you know, often darker because you've got oxidation. You have, whether it's sunlight, UV light, just fluorescent light, what have you, washing it, the colors do fade. So, you know, sometimes when the customer comes in after a year or two year, the new wig actually looks quite different, but it's just the individual variances and the fact that wigs eventually do wear. This one surprises most people, and it surprised me too. Remy, R-E-M-Y or R-E-M-I in some ads, isn't a type of human hair. Okay, so the word means a process that the human hair for the wig is collected so that the cuticle runs the same way. Now, What that means is the hair is pretty much usually put in ponytails and cut straight across so that how the hair is in the gathered collection is much like it would occur on the head because you want them all essentially to be going the same way because as you shampoo or wear the wig, that can just be a disaster if it's not laid straight. But often people will think the word Remy means that it is a better hair itself And although it may be, the use of the word Remy does not mean that it's grade A or whatever hair. So, you know, that's just something to be aware of. Sometimes when you read articles that have terms and stuff in them, like you tend to pick up another common one that I don't think qualifies for today, but overwhelming belief that lace front is the only natural way to go in a wig. And I can tell you right now, if it's a cheap, bad lace front, it's like sandpaper and you're better off, especially if you wear a bang to use just a classic cap wig, in my opinion anyway. And I think the last one that I will talk about this week is the fact that it takes on the average 40 hours to make one hand-tied wig. Now, if you know about hand-tied wigs, you know I absolutely love them. They are like comfort level bedroom slippers. They are like just so awesome and I don't talk enough about them and I had to try one before I would fall this in love with it. So hopefully I'll have you enticed and you'll try one for yourself. But each one of those hairs is essentially knotted by hand. So it takes someone, first of all, you couldn't pay me to do that, not for a whole wig. That is like amazing. And 40 hours generally, whereas with a machine-made wig with the wefts or roads of hair, it's average eight hours. So when you're considering the cost difference with a hand-tied wig, that's largely where it's going. But if you love wigs, you love comfort, you want it to move naturally, to me they are worth every penny, especially if you're not in an ideal fit. 
And I guess the last thing I will throw in here is that I have a lot of clients that are surprised at how much they love wearing alternative hair when they find the hair that expresses them. And I hope you will find that too. I don't know where you are in your wig journey. I know I have heard from some people that listen to me for like cheerleading or whatever. So, you know, hopefully you will be ready. And I know you will rock that alternative hair. And it is fun. I mean, oh my gosh, yeah, it can suck having hair loss. But you know what? I don't focus on it. Focus on what works and just have fun with it. I see people end up going out of the house when before they had stayed at home. Ripple effects, you start to feel better about your job. It's just like when you like your hair, it's kind of like the commercials where the hair is blowing back and you have that million dollar feeling. And I want that feeling for you. So hopefully I've said something this week that helped you. Thank you for listening. And until next week, take care. If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email verybestlittlehairhouse.com so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful, perfect, and loved just the way you are.